Hello, hello. Welcome to another exciting episode of This or More, the podcast for entrepreneurs seeking inspiration and insights to navigate this ever-evolving business landscape. Today's episode is a special one because we are bidding farewell to 2023 and gearing up for all of the opportunities that lie ahead. But this conversation is not dependent upon it being the end of the year or the beginning of January. So no matter what time of year you find this message and this episode, I hope you're able to shed something that no longer serves you and move forward with intentionality because you've tapped back into something that really ignites you and motivates you. So I've been doing a lot of reflecting. I've been hosting a lot of year-end coaching consultations with previous clients and new clients and helping people get ready for their best year yet. So naturally, it's been on my mind, the things that we want to leave behind and the things that I hope collectively we take forward with us into this new year. So join me as I share three things. I'm leaving behind in 2023 and the four things I'm taking with me into the new year. Let's get started. Welcome to This or More, a wild entrepreneurial podcast adventure for bold and brave creatives like you. I'm Tiffany Knapper, your host, holistic business coach, corporate music industry dropout, a seasoned five-time multi-six-figure entrepreneur, yoga instructor, and your go-to gal for heart-to-heart coffee chats. On this show, we're not just here to share stories. We're here to ignite a fire within you and make you realize that the reality you envision is just the tip of the iceberg. You're wildly capable of achieving that reality and so much more. So my friends, grab your cup of inspiration, settle in, and let's dive into another inspiring episode of This or More. So 2023, the thing I'm leaving in 2023, tip number one, I am leaving behind and I invite you as well to leave behind any limiting beliefs around money, specifically shame around having more money or wanting more money. It is this thing that continues to hover around us. And I know that this is decades and decades that we're trying to undo these beliefs that people with money are bad, having more money is bad, desiring more money is bad. And I am so ready to leave this in our rear view mirror. I think it's crucial that we recognize that financial success is not something to be ashamed of. Instead, it's just a reflection of hard work and dedication. So in 2024, let's empower ourselves and others to pursue financial abundance without guilt, without hesitation. Like, can we finally get rid of this notion that wealthy people are stuffy or selfish or bad? The two things are not mutually exclusive, wealth and bad. Wealth and someone who, you know, is selfish or inconsiderate. These things are not mutually exclusive. You can be wealthy and a bad person, of course. You can also be poor and a bad person. You can also be wealthy and a really good person. So if any part of you grew up hearing that wealthy people were mad or mean or incorrigible or anything negative at all, I want you to notice when those thoughts arise 
and create a new ritual that reframes that thought every time it enters your brain until one day it's no longer your default. Because the truth is we were all fed a lie, okay? We were fed a lie when we were told that it was bad to want more money. It's just not true. Imagine, as you know, all of the good that you can do when you have more financial abundance and freedom. And let's shed that shame around wanting more money once and for all. We're leaving that behind in 2023. The second thing we're leaving behind is, oh, it's a little bit of a keeping up with the Joneses mentality regarding marketing, okay? We're going to leave behind this idea that we should prioritize our marketing over our sales. We're no longer going to chase a viral reel. You know, we're no longer going to spend all of this time building out a complicated lead magnet and a funnel when we haven't first gotten really, really good at selling. Because I've seen it happen time and time again, okay? Spending all of our energy and our efforts on marketing and really neglecting our sales strategies. And think about it. If you get 50 new people knocking on your door or signing up for your lead magnet, but then you can't get someone over the threshold, meaning you can't get them to actually sign the dotted line and give you money, then what good are those 50 people? The truth is the strength of your kind of invisible behind the scenes sales strategies is what will take you across that six-figure finish line and beyond, okay? It's not growing a large Instagram following. To be clear, I am not saying that your marketing doesn't matter. I ran a PR branding agency for 10 years. Of course, I believe that your marketing approach matters. What I am saying is that if you haven't first nailed your sales strategies and you don't first have consistent income and leads and know how to close a deal, then your marketing should not get more priority over your sales. Cart wagon, okay? I ran my PR and branding agency for 10 years without an email list. That's right. I didn't even have MailChimp back then. And I definitely didn't have a huge social media following. We had a placeholder Instagram account and we had a Facebook page, but it was not how I got clients at all. It was a little bit of a shoe cobbler situation where because I was running social media for my clients, I felt like I had to have it for myself, but I didn't use it as a strategy. It was just a placeholder account. And yet I was able to grow that agency to multiple six figures and run it successfully for 10 years before I decided that I wanted to put all of my energy into my coaching business and grow that to six figures in less than two years. That first year barely counts because I was just doing it as a side hustle. So really my first full year in business as a coach is when I hit six figures. So my point is this, yes, marketing matters, but sales matter more. I know people with huge social followings who can't convert their followers into buyers. And then I know people with buyers who don't convert their buyers into social media followers. Which one would you rather be? <laughs> I think the answer is pretty obvious. So if sales feel icky or hard, if you've been putting marketing ahead of your sales efforts, let's leave that behind in 2023. And the good news is I've got something for you, okay? Join me on January 11th for Money Magnet Mastery, a masterclass where I'm going to reveal the number one belief that is stunting your revenue growth, and I'm going to show you how to shift it. 
I'm also going to share with you the three tips to grow your service-based business without a large following or an email list. And I'm going to leave you with the blueprint to help you welcome in your most financially abundant quarter year ever. Okay. Link in the show notes to save your seat. And yes, there will be a replay, but only if you are SVP. All right, moving on. Tip number three. This is the third thing that we're leaving behind in 2023. Are you ready? We're going to leave behind this notion of playing small. Name one moment in your life when playing small, shrinking, being timid served you. I'll wait. (laughs) And some of you may have heard this story before, so bear with me. But in 2022, I stumbled into an angel reading, okay? I was in a small town in Oregon, and I was in this crystal room, this crystal boutique, and there was an angel reader on site that day, and she said, do you want a reading? And I said, sure, why not? And I was there with a couple of my uh, favorite people in the whole wide world, other entrepreneurs. And this woman told me that my angels were telling her to tell me that I needed to be loud and proud. She just kept saying it over and over and over again, loud and proud, loud and proud, loud and proud. And at first, I'll be honest, I didn't really love what she had to say because I thought, me? Me? I'm not loud and proud? What? Me? But sometimes when something doesn't sit well with us, it's probably because it's something that we actually needed to hear. And it takes us a minute to let go of our ego and adjust and really open up our ears and hear it, right? So I walked out of that room and I thought about what she said and I let myself digest it and I journaled a little bit on it. And ever since then, I have truly been asking myself, How can you be louder, Tiffany? How can you play bigger, Tiffany? And it has been transformative to say the least. Notice where you have an opportunity to be bolder, to be braver. And who can you surround yourself with that will help you step into that bigger, bolder, braver version of yourself? The truth of the matter is you should and need catalysts around you who are encouraging you to take up more space when by default you play small or when by default you do the thing that feels comfortable because you've been there before. That is not the thing that's going to get you to that next level in life. So the right friend or friend group or mentor or coach will play a crucial role in helping you play bigger and helping you become this new next level ideal version of yourself. They should and will be a catalyst. And when you put yourself in close connections with other high vibe, inspiring high achievers, your vibe actually rises to meet them. It's physics. An article in Scientific American says this, An interesting phenomenon occurs when different vibrating things or processes come into proximity. They will often start, after a little time, to vibrate together at the same frequency. They sync up, sometimes in ways that can seem mysterious. This is described today as the phenomenon of spontaneous self-organization. So the lower and denser energies, if you're harboring any of that, will naturally want to rise when you are surrounded by higher and lighter energies. 
So if you haven't found your catalyst, your high vibe, high energies, if you haven't found your people yet, please apply for our Mexico retreat right now. The link is in the show notes below. Do not pass go. Do not collect $100. This is your sign to let yourself be around people that will help rise your vibrations and help you play bigger and become that ideal version of yourself. So as we bid farewell to those three limiting beliefs of 2023, the things we're leaving behind, we're no longer going to carry any shame around wanting more money. Can I get an amen? We're no longer going to prioritize our marketing efforts over our sales. We're going to course correct that right away. And we are no longer going to play small. Those things are in our past. We are done with those. As we bid farewell to those limiting beliefs, let's now focus on the golden aspects we're taking with us into 2024. Because it's not just about leaving behind the old and the things that were holding us back. It's also about embracing the possibilities and the new opportunities and the growth that inevitably lies ahead. Because what do we know? This or more is what's in store. So here are the four things I'm taking into 2024, and I invite you to take them with you too, if it feels good to you. The first thing we are taking with us into 2024, we are embracing brave attitudes, okay? Bravery is the name of the game. If you pick a word of the year and you want to choose brave, I think that would be a beautiful choice if you're feeling the calling to take up more space and be bold and courageous. Being brave involves taking very calculated risks, taking action, messy action, as we like to say, not overthinking and not letting our limiting beliefs and our doubts stand in the way, remembering and knowing that we can overcome anything and that failure is not failure, it's just data. It's just a stepping stone on the way out of our comfort zone right? Success lies on the other side of fear. And by adopting a really brave attitude, we can unlock new possibilities and reach unprecedented heights in our journey. Who doesn't want that? I stepped onto some of the biggest stages of my life in 2023. I made some really big asks in 2023. I launched this podcast in 2023. I shut down access to apply to work with me for three whole months in 2023 while I zoned in on serving my clients and protecting my energy. All of that required intense bravery and trust that it would all work out. And let me tell you something right now. I'm ready to double down. I'm going to double all of those brave asks I made last year, all of those big, bold moves I made last year. We're going bigger next year. We're doing it on a bigger scale, on bigger stages, in a bigger way in 2024. I invite you to come along with me on this journey. One of the biggest lessons I learned last year is that I am the pace setter of my life, and you are too. You are the pace setter of your life. Think about it. A pace setter is a person, a group, an organization that is the most progressive, the most successful, and serves as the model to be imitated. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) A pace setter is a person that is the most progressive or successful and serves as a model to be imitated. 
Stop acting like you're coming in last and trying to catch up. You are the leader. You are the pace setter. So make asks like a leader would. Take up space like a leader would. Make bold, brave moves like a leader would. Embrace your bravest, most courageous self to date in 2024. And let's watch what unfolds. I'm here for it. I hope you are too. The second thing I'm taking into 2024, I'm continuing on with my soft CEO era. I can't deny it. I'm not leaving that behind. We're taking that with us into 2024 and we're going to continue to step into this in bigger and bolder ways. So in 2023, soft girl era was trending on TikTok and Instagram. And I thought, you know what I want? I want my soft CEO era. I want to usher in a new era, one in which I'm no longer hustling and grinding and working 24 7, 365 nights and weekends and early mornings. Nah, uh, unless I'm a morning person. Okay. And then you can work early mornings. That's fine. But you get what I'm going, where I'm going with this. The soft CEO era, if you're new to this concept, is something I just developed around, I don't know, July or August of 2023. And here's what it meant to me and what I hope it will mean to you as well if you decide to join me on this journey. It does not mean we're not working. It does not mean we don't believe that you have to work to be successful. Okay? Let's get clear on that. It means we are leading with empathy. We are trusting our intuition. We are trusting that the well won't dry up if you need to take a beat or take a pause. It's trusting that if you take your foot off the gas for a minute to fill up your tank, everything's going to be okay. It's understanding that success is not just about numbers, but it's also about making an impact. And you can't make an impact if you're always grinding and working on those numbers. You got to take a beat now and again right? So your soft CEO era doesn't mean we're weak. It doesn't mean we're lazy. It means we're leading with compassion, with emotional intelligence. It means we're tuning into our intuition rather than ignoring it. We're not being a sheep anymore. We're being a leader. It means we're putting our own desires, our own thoughts above someone else who might be selling me a toxic lie on Instagram. It means we're doing what we need to do to move the needle and trusting that it's enough. Because the world is still going to be out there telling us more, 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 hustle, hustle, be always on and always available. And in our soft CEO era, we say, no, thank you. (laughs) I'll do just enough to feel good, to make what I want to make, to make the impact I want to make, to create a beautiful life, all while protecting my own energy and my well-being and my relationships. I will no longer make sacrifices to chase your ever-moving goalposts. I know what's good for me. Can I get an amen? (laughs) That's our soft CEO era. I'm enough. I'm enough. I am enough. In our soft CEO era, we're standing up not just for our energetic thresholds, but for our intellect and our intuition. And I don't know about you, but I definitely want more of that in 2024. So in 2024, let's carry forward a commitment. Let's let's renew our vows to our soft CEO era. Here's the next thing I'm taking with me into 2024. And this might sound a little bit like it contradicts what I just mentioned with our soft CEO era, but trust me, it does not. 
the third thing I'm taking into 2024 is my this or more mentality. I'm taking that with me. This concept that I don't worry that something's going to go away or that I'm going to lose all of my clients or that my bank account is going to drain or that I'm going to lose all my Instagram followers or lose my momentum, that mentality, no more. It's gone because what do we know? This or more is what's in store. In 2023, many of us carried the weight of fear with us that our hard-earned riches and successes, that they might disappear overnight. Oh no, what if I get sick and I can't work for a little while? Am I going to lose my momentum on Instagram? Or what if I take a go take a vacation or what if i just like i did put pause on my intake form is everybody going to go away are they going to choose someone else over me nope nope this or more is what's in store we're letting go of that limiting belief we understand that success is a journey not a destination and that we know that if we've done it once before we can do it again and we can do it even better next time so in 2024 Let's truly, truly, truly embrace the notion that more is ahead of us. If we had 15 last year, we're going to have 30 this year. If we had 100,000 last year, we're going to have 200,000 this year. If we took a week off last year, we're going to take two weeks off this year and everything is going to be okay because this or more is in our future. The fourth and final thing that I'm going to share with you that I'm taking with me into 2024, because let's be honest, I could go on forever and ever and ever, and I really wanted to just focus in on the things that I am taking with me and I invite you to take with you into 2024 as well. The fourth thing I'm taking with me is a focus on fun, fun being the operative word moving into 2024. I said this a lot in calls with my own business coach last year. I wanted to have more fun. How can I have more fun? I'm 13 years into this entrepreneurial journey. I started my first agency in 2011. By most metrics, studies, and statistics, I have beaten the odds. I am in the top percentile of not just businesses who last this long, but businesses who make six figures and more, and then women-owned businesses that last this long and make six figures or more. So why the heck would I want to continue on this journey if it's not fun? Because this isn't just so I can be in a top percentile. This is my life we're talking about, and it's not getting any longer, right? So amidst the hustle and strategic planning, because y'all know I love strategies and data, let's not forget to inject joy into our journey. After all, I truly, truly believe a happy entrepreneur is a more successful one. I truly believe that if you're having more fun while you're doing it, you're going to last longer and you're going to have more success because that energy is contagious, right? This podcast right here is a real-time example of how I decided to inject more joy into my business. And you might be thinking, well, it's a marketing strategy, Tiffany. Yes. And I said, I'm going to launch a podcast because that feels fun to me. Speaking into a microphone in my PJs and the comfort of my home and telling stories and inspiring you, that felt fun to me. And I'm not going to put any hard 
you know, metrics on top of it. I'm not going to say, oh, I've got to be in the top 20 or I've got to, you know, hit this mark. No, I, I said, nope, 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 nope. I want it to feel fun. And that means releasing a pressure valve and being authentically me and trusting that the people that like me will show up and listen. And if you don't like what you hear, you don't have to stick around. But I'm calling in my people, the people who see me and hear me and value me for exactly, for me exactly as I am. And that felt fun after years of feeling like I'm keeping up with the Instagram Joneses to be able to just show up on the mic and be me felt fun. So I invite you to find something that feels fun for you in 2024. When you look at your marketing approach and your sales strategies and your core offerings and your packages, how can you make them more fun? Because I did that too. I injected more fun and joy into my core services as well. I kind of just so subtly revamped my packages to make them feel fun for my client and for myself. Because I know if it feels fun and exciting for me, I'm going to show up and talk about it with more enthusiasm because I know how it's going to feel for the woman on the other receiving end, right? So if something doesn't make me feel tingly inside these days, I check in. Okay, that doesn't feel great. What can I do? How can I jazz up that offering so that it feels fun? And I invite you to do the same. If something doesn't make you feel tingly inside, how can you jazz up your offering? Because life is just too dang short for you to be out there hustling away, selling something that you don't even want to sell, much less deliver on once it's sold. I had a client who said, you know, she sold this like really big package this year, but then after it was all said and done, she realized it didn't bring her any joy. She didn't actually enjoy the thing that she sold. And so that's just great data, right? We sit with that and we go, okay, cool. So how can we make it more fun for you? And the beautiful part is that what's going to happen there is when it's more fun for you, I promise you, I promise It's going to feel more fun for the person on the receiving end too. So in 2024, let's rekindle the spark. Let's re-infuse our work with fun and joy. Let's find joy in our day-to-day tasks. Let's find joy in our core offerings. Let's find joy in our marketing strategies. And consider scheduling fun breaks into your workday or your work week. Personally, I'm vowing to get back into dance classes in 2024, so that's a personal way that I'm going to inject more joy into my days, and I know that that is going to overflow and affect the way I show up in business as well. So fun breaks, what can you do? How can you have more fun, more dance parties or more coffee shop dates or more vacations, more trips, more, I don't know, me time? What do you need? And then how are you going to celebrate your milestones this year? It's important. Don't skip that part. Make it fun. This journey gets to be fun. So if you haven't been, I highly encourage you right now, open up your calendar right now at the end of every quarter, Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, right now, put it on your calendar on the last Friday of those quarters. Give yourself an hour, two hours, half a day, a full day where you go out and you celebrate all that you accomplished in that quarter. 
We have to get better at infusing joy into our days, into our quarters, into our years. And this goes right back to what I said earlier about that retreat. But if you've never been on a business retreat, I'm telling you right now, it's a beautiful way to enjoy, infuse more joy into this journey because you get to come and learn and grow and get business coaching and personal development and sit by the pool and drink margaritas if you want or mocktails if you want or sip on lattes and watch the sunrise and the sunset and marvel at the whales who are breaching in the ocean because that happens when we're there in March. Okay, find ways to inject joy into your business. In fact, for me, hosting that retreat is that for me. It is me finding a way to do what I do best, which is guide you as a business owner, but in a way that feels fun to me because we get to do it in a tropical oasis by the sea. So as we focus on more fun in 2024, let's not just achieve our business goals because that's going to happen, okay? Let's also find moments, create moments of joy. So this is how we're going to get it right in 2024. We're going to embrace our bravest, boldest attitudes yet. We're going to recommit to our soft CEO era. We're going to fully embody, not just embrace, but embody that this or more mentality, and we're going to bring back the fun. If you need more fun, again, apply to join me in Sayulita this March. Link in the show notes below. If you're ready to ditch chasing those vanity metrics on social media and double down on sales, you're no longer going to put marketing ahead of your sales endeavors, then go ahead and save your seat for Money Magnet Mastery, my masterclass. Link to that is also in the show notes down below. Thank you for joining me on this reflective journey as we bid farewell to 2023 and all of the good and the lessons that it brought with us so that we can welcome in with open arms, open heart, open mind, all of the wealth and abundance and opportunities and fun that a new year brings. Remember, it's not just about leaving things behind. It's about carrying forward the lessons and the values that will lay the foundation for even more success with even more ease in 2024. Here is to our collective best year yet. Please share this episode with someone else who you know is dedicated to having the best year yet, a fellow entrepreneur who has set big goals for herself. Until next time, this or more is what's in store.